everybody. Welcome to another episode of Pass, Play, or Purchase. This is Kevin. And this is Leanne. As always, thanks for listening. So today we're going to get into Minara, which is a cooperative board game for one to four players and is definitely dexterity based. So very simply put, it's kind of like a complicated version of Jenga as you're working to stack cardboard pieces that come in a variety of shapes. And then you're using these pillars uh, to support the structure. And of course, Leanne will go over how that works later on. Now, this game by Oliver Rickberg, Rickberg, something of that nature, I apologize, uh, has you and your team working to rebuild a temple using the aforementioned floors and pillars in a game that's expected to last about 45 minutes. And I would say that it's pretty accurate in this case. Now, as far as the price goes, I don't know, a quick search showed that it was like 40 to $54, so pretty big price range there. As always though, feel free to support your local store. Now, I'll turn it over to Leanne so she'll over the uh, mechanics. Thanks, Kevin. So as Kevin mentioned, if you like Jenga, but you want more of a challenge, Minara is a great choice. And I should say that the rule book says Minara is a Mal uh, Malaysian word for temple. Cool. Cool. So you're reconstructing an ancient temple using randomized construction plan cards, multicolored columns that come in red, yellow, blue, white, and black, and asymmetrical temple floors. So in order to reconstruct the temple, you need to build the levels of the temple using the floor pieces and the columns. Each floor piece has colored circles on it to indicate the colors of the columns that can be used and where those columns need to be placed. So for example, one piece might have spots for three yellow columns and one red column, while another piece might have spots for a red, a blue, a yellow, and a white column. So the players start off with a random assortment of six columns in a shared camp. And each player also has a random assortment of columns in their hand. Now you can customize the difficulty of the game by having anywhere from four to eight columns in your hand based on the player count and the difficulty level. You can also customize the difficulty of the game by setting a goal for the height of the temple that you want to build. So the first three temple pieces are placed flat on the table, touching but not overlapping, and that's your temple base. Then you lay out the number of level cards that you want. So for an easy game, uh, the rulebook recommends three levels. For a medium game, it's four levels, and a difficult game is all five levels. The joy of playing this game is part strategy, part dexterity, and part good old-fashioned luck. On every turn... No ways with dexterity, you make your own luck. What? <laughs> well, but there is a random element to this game that I think will throw off even the most dexterous of players. Wow, all right. Yes. Um, well, I guess you'll just have to try it for yourself and see what I mean. So on every turn, you reveal a construction plan card, and that card is going to tell you what kind of action you need to take on your turn. You can choose what type of construction plan card to reveal. So the ones with blue backs are mostly easy, the ones with yellow backs are mostly medium, and the ones with red backs are mostly difficult. But the action on the card is still randomized in each stack. So what kinds of actions might you have to take? Maybe you'll need to place one, two, three, or four columns. 
Or maybe you're going to have to Jenga style remove a column that was already placed and move it up to a higher level of the temple. Or maybe you'll need to move an entire temple floor piece with columns on it either up or down a level. So you can see where this already starts to get much more complicated and has a lot more variety than a basic Jenga structure. Once all of the column spots on a floor piece are used, you must immediately place a new floor piece. If this happens while you're still fulfilling the action on your construction plan card, you actually interrupt your action in order to place this new floor piece. You can place the new piece anywhere. You can build it on top of columns and you should cover at least three columns for stability. Or you can choose to extend the temple base, which is the pieces that are flat on the table. But if you do that, then the new piece has to touch the existing base at at least two points and it increases the number of levels to complete by one. The number of levels also increases if you ever cannot complete the action on a construction plan card. So maybe the game is asking you to um, you know, place a certain number of columns all on a particular piece together, maybe you can't, that type of situation. Whenever you're placing a new piece, you need to look at the current construction plan card and based on the card's border, you'll know whether the new piece needs to be light side up dark side up or if you can choose. And so each temple floor piece is double-sided and the, um, the type of columns and the arrangement of the columns on the piece will vary. So on every turn, here's a quick rundown of what happens. You may exchange columns from your hand with columns in the camp. You then reveal a construction plan card, build according to the card, and then at the end of your turn, you draw columns uh, from the bag back up to your full hand. The game ends if the temple collapses or if one of three conditions is met. A, you can no longer draw back up to your full hand of columns. B, you have used the last construction plan card. Or C, if you've placed the last temple floor piece. The game does not end unless one of these conditions is met, even if you've built up to the sufficient height. So once the game ends, then you determine if you've won or lost based on whether you've built enough levels. And that's Minara. All right, there we go. Yeah, that's a pretty awesome summary. So yeah, just gotta bust out your dexterity skills and hope you make it. But now I guess we'll get into our notes for uh, how we look at the game here with uh, some positive notes, I'll start. Uh, it's pretty fun, yeah, dexterity-based game. Especially if you're looking to change up your board gaming night just a little bit. I mean, right, normally you're used to looking at just classic, right, quote-unquote, board games. Uh, very tabletop oriented. But yeah, we don't see a ton of dexterity games, at least for our group. Um, and this one is definitely a welcome addition. So yeah, it, it's pretty cool. You, you definitely get that sense of tension when you play. Uh, again, I mean, I hate to compare it to Jenga, but... If you played Jenga and, and even though it's not your turn, you, you kind of like have that, oh, you know, what's going to happen? Is it going to make it? Is it going to fall? Um, and especially if it's cooperative, I think even more so you get that uh, anxiety in a good way, in a good way. So, yeah, I think that's pretty cool. Uh, the components are definitely also well done. Uh, there's a lot of artwork stuck onto those cardboard floors. And then the pillars, I mean, they they serve their purpose so that's always nice um, and you also get that feeling like they are very differently shaped 
So there's definitely some thought that goes into this. There is that sense of strategy. It's not just you're working with a bunch of squares or circles and you're trying to build this tower. Uh, I guess you'd have to see the pictures to help visualize it. But yeah, it, it's definitely pretty, pretty neat. Uh, and then the last part is, at least for me, I think whether you succeed or fail, uh, there's always that little bit of reward when the tower collapses. And by the part where I, I mean about you know succeeding, at least for us, what we'll do is either you'll just keep going anyway, even after we've succeeded. And if it falls, it falls, right? Or I should say when it falls, it falls. Or we just start doing some silly things just to see, oh, will this make it fall? Wow. I don't know. That's, All right. that's advanced. So you beat the game and you're just building for the heck of it. For All right. fun. I told you, you know, you make your own luck when you have the dexterity within you. We're clearly playing at different levels of dexterity here. <laughs> That's right. Now, as far as the words of caution, so, I mean, I'll start with the obvious. One is it is a dexterity-based game, very, very dexterity-based. Uh, so that, to me, by itself means it's not necessarily the most inclusive game. Uh, I mean, I know number one dexterity is not for everybody, but if you have people where, uh, you know, unfortunately it, it's a little bit uh, extra challenging to uh, play this style, yeah, again, unfortunately it won't be uh, something that's very friendly for them. Now, aside from that, very minor, uh, they did, of course, try to incorporate the theme into the game, but at the end of the day, it's very much, yeah, building with pillars and cardboard floors, which is fun. But again, you know, the theme is something that's just there, I think, really to to help move the game or provide a premise uh, for this game. Admittedly, more interesting than whatever Jenga's premise is that I'm not aware of. Uh, but that's it for me. How about for you? I agree with you, Kevin. This game is fun and a little nerve wracking. I mean, gosh, if you thought Django was pressure, this really takes it up a notch because there is some strategic decision-making. What construction plan card are you going to choose to flip? Where are you going to place those columns? Where are you going to place those floor pieces? You're not building a single uh, symmetrical structure. The pieces are, they have curves on them, like half moon shapes. They have weird angles that jut out. They're not symmetrical. Um, so there's a lot of variety, but there's also, uh, I think it just makes it that much more challenging as well. So the game is, is really visually lots of fun. It's super colorful. The column spots are distributed unevenly too. Like I noticed on some pieces, there might be a couple of column spots clustered together while others are further away. So no two temples that you build are going to be the same. And I think that's the real beauty of this game. Words of caution from me, um, make sure you have a stable surface. You know, don't play this on your coffee table and then somebody happens to jostle the table and then the game is over. That would be such a travesty. And as the tower gets higher, you may um, want to consider... <laughs> wow. Oh, hey, that's a fair word of caution uh, in case you're wondering what's coming up. Uh, this is, I guess, what we would call short people... Uh, concerns. <laughs> um, Don't worry, she is getting there. In just a moment, we'll go in three, two, one. All right, what's the word of caution on that? Step ladder. So there you have it. If uh, you're a little bit uh, lacking in the vertical sense, 
a step stool, a step ladder. I don't know what the technical difference is, but uh, you might want one of those around. <laughs> yes. The idea is that as your tower, as your temple gets higher, and you need to Wow. I'm sorry. Okay, okay. Um, as your as your structure gets taller, you're going to want. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. You should Some say people it. might want a step stool too, and I'm going to quote from her notes here to delicately place floor pieces right on top of your construct, not your temple apparently, but your construct. Anyway, I'll turn it back over to her now that we've. Uh, Nope, apparently not quite. That is, uh, uh, yep. So the game is estimated to take about 45 minutes, but one of our recent games lasted almost twice as long. What the heck was going on there? Were you looking for the step stool? Uh, anyway, uh, due to some discussion and deep breaths to calm nerve. How, how many deep breaths were you taking? Uh, anyway, she's taking some right now as she's trying to uh, center herself. Shoot. Anyway, uh, that's, Sorry. All right. Um, um, as the as the tower gets higher, you might want something to stand on so that you can place your tiles really squarely on top of the temple and you're not trying to come at it from an angle. I would also say that the game is estimated to take 45 minutes, but we did take a little bit longer with the cooperative element. All right. On for a decision. All right. So we finally made it here to our decision. So. For me, I'm going to rate this as a play. Uh, it's definitely a good time. Hard to say though how often really we get it to the table. Uh, again, you know, unfortunately, we don't, or at least we're not aware of a ton of dexterity based games. Uh, and even then, I think for at least our group, it's not something that's of huge interest. It's really kind of like when we want to change things up a little bit. But again, definitely worth playing. So, the other kind of small part, and I know some people will laugh, but at least for me, looking at the price, it's like, oh, you know, there's a lot of great games available in that price range. So hard for me to look at it as a purchase, but definitely at least a play. Interesting. I think this is a purchase. Um, and that's because, first of all, I'm not sure if it really matters to cap the player count at four. I could see this being fun for a group of friends or a party because everybody can get into the excitement of building the temple. So I think it's it's a casual type of activity. Um, there's definitely, it can get more intense with strategy if you really want to ratchet up the difficulty level or if you're with that small group, one to four people really focused on building. I want you to say small group. Well, <laughs> hey, otherwise, Otherwise, I could totally see this as being, um, you know, where everybody could get into it and take turns placing more columns, placing more pieces. Um, I think it's just a lot of fun. I think you could actually have this, um, you know, in, in a lot of different situations. And I think it would be something really unique compared to something like Jenga that pretty much everybody has tried. All right. Yep, absolutely. So there you have it. We got one. Uh, play and you got one purchase but as always that's what we've got thank you for listening and we hope to see you on our next episode thank you